Hello, and welcome to Reality Daily. We're here to recap the end of Too Hot to Handle. I'm joined by my co-host, Tyler. Tyler, how are you? I am doing very well, Wyatt. I'm happy to have you here. I know we talked about the first two episodes. That was pretty well received. But but this episode, we're going to talk about all six of the episodes that um, that we haven't talked about. And we'll start with episode three. We'll kind of go in chronological order um, as for what happened on the show. So when we pick up episode three, uh, this is kind of a, a way back. But Francesca and Haley, uh, you know, they had made out and they had lost that 3K. And they were going to try to uh, deny that they were the ones that were going to try to put it on. Uh, I believe it was a... Uh, uh, David and Chloe at this point in time that they had made out and that they were going to be the ones or maybe um, Rhonda and, and Sharon, uh, Sharon, excuse me, because they went to the bathroom in the middle of the night. What was your um, thoughts on just uh, Francesca and Haley kissing and then trying to get away with it? I love it. Like, that's exactly what I wanted to show. Like I wanted people to start kissing and doing stuff out of spite and blaming it on other people. It's just a shame that it turns out that Lana will like tell them basically who did it. I feel like it's less dramatic that way if you sell them, but you know. Yeah, I feel like that was really a crock of shit, right? It's like it's like she never said like who uh like lost the pot beforehand. It was Harry and Francesca that had came out and admitted it. But to me, I thought it was really BS that Alana was uh, just denying it. I do wonder how the show would have finished out if you know they could have went under you know these anonymous kind well, of like. I think uh, if you do it honestly too, you're encouraging more people to do it. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, I think that's kind of what the show wants. I mean, the show wants rule breaks. Yeah, like it'd be boring if no one ever broke the rules. But uh, but yeah, I thought that was terrible. I thought that was kind of something that I really thought, like especially on episode three, I was like, what are you doing? Like this. Do you is think like, it has something to do with the producers just hated Haley? Apparently, I do think there was a possibility where they looked at it and they said, okay, well, if this is the case then Haley and Francesca have potential to ruin our show. Like if they hate these people, then they can just make out every single day. And that's all the content that we have. So let's nip this in the bud now. And let's try to, you know, discourage that going forward. That way we have control of the show, not necessarily the individuals. But to me, I just, I just felt like that was kind of a, a really weird move. Uh, I guess, cause they thought maybe this wasn't a, maybe if this was like an actual like romantic kiss, like let's say it was a, uh, it was um, Francesca and Harry. They made out again, and they tried to fly it under the radar. Maybe the producers would have let that go, um, but they kind of set this kind of like nasty precedent uh, that now, like whoever has any type of intimacy, they're going to be exposed. Yeah, I was not a fan, and I thought just like if it happens once, let it be a secret. If it happens again, just do what they were going to do. They removed Haley from the show. Yeah. What I did like is I liked the uh, the uh, the Doctor Jesus, the uh, the detective Jesus who oh, came around. The it was worst. Like, I I hate him, but I gotta give him credit. Like he really did hit the nail on the head there. Like like believe you me, I will get into how much I dislike Matthew later. But like I did think that this was pretty like intuitive of him to be able to figure this out. Oh yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, but also this episode, we saw uh, Chloe and David kind of like uh, split off what they were doing. She basically said, hey, you know, I, I'm not really feeling it. And, you know, that's that feeling didn't seem to be mutual at the time, uh, but they both ended up. Yeah. Go ahead. Dumb of Chloe. She, yeah. Horns, she will never get a guy as good as David. Yeah, he did seem like a really well-rounded individual for sure. <laughs> like he's good looking. Uh, super kind, awesome. It's got all the qualities you want in a man. Chloe is going to have issues with Chisler. She is not the, like, you know, she should have held on to him. 
Yeah, I, I, it would have been interesting to see how they would have progressed if they were kind of like the, the Rhonda and, and Sharon or, or you know, um, Francesca and Harry, how they would have developed. Um, but, you know, it, it was unfortunate, but they kind of cut that off. Uh, we talked about, um, uh, oh, well, let's get into the, the, the special kind of workshop they had. This was their BDSM session with Sham, uh, which I, I don't know. I don't know if you're familiar with this, but there's a streaming service called Quibi. Uh, we, we did a podcast on that too long ago. It was a short form, uh, short form uh, content uh, service that does their videos like under 10 minutes. Right. So it's like Netflix, but like for shorter term, like shorter length content. Uh, Sham, the woman who was on this workshop and the uh, vagina worshiping uh, um, workshop that we'll talk about later. Uh, she does a daily uh, sex ed esque uh, like show on there. So to so me, it was shocking. people all day then. Well, to me, it was like I just thought that Sham was like, like it came across to me that she's so sex positive on her show because I watch this show because obviously I want to learn stuff. Right. So like I watch her show and I thought I, I thought she came off so sex positive. So to be on a show where they're literally like basically slut shaming the contestants. Right. Essentially. Right. Where they're saying like, hey, you hook up and that's bad. So now we're going to teach you how to not hook up and like, uh, you know, cherish your relationships more. It did seem like this was kind of like a, a, a conflicting uh, view of what she typically, you know, does. So I was yeah, very shocked to see Shane here. I agree. Like, and that's kind of an issue with like a, <clears throat> the show as a process. It seems really like a regressive. Like we're shaming people for their sexual urges and saying this kind of lifestyle is not acceptable and you'll never have happy relations because of that, which is obviously not true. Like we know this and it just seems really like judging. I'll get into it more later when they start like removing people from the show. So I might, I might be on the side of the people who got removed. Yeah, I, it, it was, it was interesting, but during the BDSM session, some notes I put down was, uh, you know, Francesca and, and Harriet this time, they weren't speaking. Uh, you know, this was right after Harry kind of threw her under the bus, but, you know, certainly BDSM and a little slap on the ass to Francesca, that kind of uh, got them back together. So BDSM really brought them together. So thanks, Sham. Um, I did like when Kels kind of wrapped up. She kind of, he kind of like hogtied Haley where she was like a suitcase and he could like pick her up. I know. Man. Um, uh, Jesus, a.k.a. Matthew, trying to act like, ooh, the hardest part of this is to act like I've never done this before. It's like, OK, we get it, Matthew. You fuck. OK, <laughs> like, we get yeah. It. Um, uh, Rhonda and, and, and Sharon, uh, they're trying to say that they're not just sex, uh, which is ridiculous because you literally spent 16K later on in the show. And also, Chloe's upset um, with uh, the, the non BDSM turn on for, um, for David. Um, so, and then we end episode three with Bryce entering. So, Bryce enters. Uh, very shocking to me. I, I know he, he mentioned later in the show that, that he's been called ugly and all these nasty names. And I certainly don't condone bullying, but I was surprised because I look at these five guys and I look at him and I was kind of shocked that yeah. they kind of felt like that, that Bryce was going to like, you know, make anybody. Cause to me, when I think of a grenade, I think of like, you know, Adam and Eve, it's like, you know, you, you had the, the poisonous fruit, you know, the one that you don't want to have, but like you're drawn to, I didn't necessarily think Bryce was going to be that person. Yeah. It's like, if you had to, yeah, I, I, and Bryce isn't an unattractive guy. Yeah, for sure. He's, More attractive than both of us, I would say. He's a very fine-looking man. Um, but he's not, you know, Kells. I mean, he's he's got a dad bod. He's the only one that had a dad bod. Um, you know, he lives on a boat, which is just another fancy way to say he's homeless. Um, so, so there were a lot of things to kind of, like, pick at. Um, so, I, you know, I really thought that, like, if you had replaced him and Kells – that would have been really interesting coming on, or maybe even replace him with uh, with David if you want to keep, you know, um, you know, um, 
a, a diverse like starting group, you know, maybe replace them with David. I think those two guys are a lot more likely to kind of be the forbidden fruit just because they're, they're very good looking guys. And especially in the case of Kels, like he's just a massive guy. Um, but yeah, but he comes in and he seems to like all the women. He mentioned Haley, Cole, Chloe, he was drawn to, but Chloe is the one that we really get to say that she's really drawn to Bryce. Were you surprised that Chloe was drawn to Bryce? Um, no, not really. I mean, I think like, I, I'm sure he's a very charming guy. Like, right. Yeah. Like, like, why the hell was he chosen? <laughs> like, why did they, you know, this guy? He must be really charming. And actually, through the show, he seems like a good guy. Like, I actually had only, like, he's a bit, like, too into the idea that he, you know, sleeps with a lot of women. Other than that, he seems like a really good guy. Um, He's new to the house. I think that helps him a bit, too. I'm not surprised Chloe would go for him. Because she was kind of like, you know, she liked Harry at the beginning. Don't work out. She wasn't really feeling it with David because, you know, she's blind. And <laughs> then she, uh, and then she was afraid. Yeah. And then, and then also in episode four, we start off with, uh, Francesca and, uh, now set her sights on Kels, right? Because she's mad at Harry. So she's going to go for Kels. Uh, so we saw them kind of like flirting a little bit, but you know, Kels is the accountant. You know, he's really one who's all about his money. And then we kind of see them later on. But then we get interrupted after the, their speech with another super trailer. Tyler, why are they putting trailers in the middle of the episode? It's like, I'm already they, watching. They want to make sure you don't leave. They just uh, sucking you back in. Like, this, this would make some sense if this was on network TV, right? If this was on MTV and it was like, hey, this is episode four. You know, make sure you turn it next week. Same time, same place for episode five. But it's like, I'm literally going to binge this. You know what I mean? Like, this is Netflix. Like, I don't know. It's just ridiculous to uh, to, to think that, but it, it, it was obnoxious they did that. And this was the second time they have done it. Um, I did get one of my favorite scenes of the series, which is Bryce playing the piano. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> he turned out just to be really fucking bad at it, which is great, I, because I always feel this way when I see people like walking around with guitars, like basically just like, it's mainly white dudes. White dudes with a guitar, they'd be walking around, and I was like, I wonder if they can actually play. Like, I wonder if they're actually good at this, or if they just feel like that they're just going to get, uh, you know, like easy women. because I know two guitar. chords that make a song. Yeah, exactly. And it's like the same song. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, but then we get that uh, that nonverbal workshop. Where we have to stare at each other. We get that really weird scene where David is just crying, <laughs> looking at Rhonda. Well, have you done this workshop before? You've done this before? Yes. Like the looking. Okay. I've done that before. What, what was this for? Oh, it was like a it was like a work thing. Okay, so you basically had to work it. You had to look into your employees' eye, like your your coworkers' eyes. Yeah, we had to stare at each other for like I think like four minutes or something like that, right in our eye contact. Okay, why? Like, what was this team building for? Well, like, this, there seems to be a lot like, of pseudoscience on the show to get us to trust each other more. I don't know. Yeah, but it's like I don't know. Like, I feel like if they're using this to like for people to like fuck, like essentially to like, like use emotional, like emotional. Yeah, well, I don't think that's usually the reason they use it. <laughs> yeah, it was very odd. I, I think they they took something that was about trust and uh, building a bond between you and someone else, and they made it into something dirty. I don't think that was the original intent of this exercise very 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 odd uh that they would try to bring this out there i don't even think that like just just even looking at it like i'm sure there are some like as you mentioned like pseudoscience there's probably reasons behind it but i look at it and i say if i'm looking at you for four minutes i don't know if i'm gonna trust you more again <laughs> like i don't know gotta, gotta try it yeah that might be it um but then we we introduce it to what i call the sex watches 
which is all the all the contestants have to uh, wear these watches, and if they turn green, if they make a quote unquote real connection, uh, then they can um, then they can basically make out. Um, and then usually that's followed by some type of private suite. Doesn't this defeat the purpose of the show? It's like, hey, don't hook up. And it's like, oh, unless we tell you that. Well, I thought they, I thought they had a great idea here with this. Like, what they, what they had to do is like, let someone go so far with this, where they're like literally having sex. Then in the middle of it, turn the watches off. <laughs> oh, I got you, got you, yeah. you mid pump. Yeah, like <laughs> that's you Imagine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just thought this was so weird to, like, have these type of watches come through. It's just, like, I just felt like that kind of, like, defeated the purpose. You saw a lot of people say never turn green because they're not they're not making a quote-unquote real connection. But I just felt like that's the point of the show is for them not to, like, have any type of intimacy. You should probably stick to that, you know what I mean? And just, like, uh, just see where it gets us. Because I think it would have had a lot more interesting if show if none of these people were able to make out at all so if we saw like the first quote-unquote free kiss from from ronda and, and and her man be after the show like at the end of episode eight i think that would have been a lot more fun yeah um, like they'd make it to episode eight though yeah um but we, this episode we did see a uh, francesca and, and kels they kind of go on a date they're in the pool francesca's really 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 wanting to kiss him and he's like i don't know man we can't lose any more money and then he goes in the shower and then like he's showering she's showering then she hops in the shower with him and they don't do anything i don't know who if i have more respect for kels now or less i have more respect for kels because he he looked at the money and he said i can't do this to 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 the house like i don't think he looked at it and said hey i can't do this for me he said i can't do this to the house like i can't lose the house money so i respect it but with that being said he's a much better man than me <laughs> like, like that was he, he, broke <laughs> yeah absolutely I, but good good for him he denies it he probably regrets that because at this point then she goes back to harry oh um, I so, know. so so he, you know he probably blew it there um but then we got uh, uh, David and, 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 and Sharon or, or Sharon. Uh, they, they bro down. Uh, and it's and, just and, the and, best moment of the series, I think, from an emotional standpoint. Yeah, they have, they have this like bro moment. And then, and then David gets guilt tripped uh, that, like, uh, that, uh, that he shouldn't be going after Rhonda because it's bro code. What, what is your stance on that? Well, so my issue with this, from my understanding, wasn't David the first one after, uh, after Rhonda? Based on what we saw in the first episode, he was the first one to approach her, and he uh, got to uh, to put both of his hands on her ass and rub yeah. in lotion, uh, and, and then, then and then Sharon comes in and makes out with her, um, yeah. like in that same like within that same couple minutes. My issue is too is like um, you know, Sharon like blew her off too, and then he yeah. went, I'm like yeah, yeah come on no that's not how it works, and like look you blew it. Yeah, you blew it. Um, but what a good man David is. Yeah, that's how I see. Like, uh, like to me, if if I'm in that position, I'm like, fuck you. Like, listen, you had a chance. It didn't work out. You had walls up, right? She went off. I find her as somebody that is very attractive and somebody that I could be with if I'm David. Uh, of course, I'm going to pursue that. And I don't owe you shit. It ain't bro code. Like, it's like you blew it. Like, yeah, what am I supposed to do? Just sit here and. It would be different if she just rejected him. Yeah. If he like really open to her and he liked her and he rejected. I kind of get that. Like you don't do that to your buddy. But if you're the one who's just like blowing her off, <laughs> you don't seem to care. It's also different if they're together. 
and then you come in and try to break it up. That's different, right? Like That's I think different. you can, I think you can be upset, but it's like you fucked this up yourself. That's on you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we we kind of got this with Harry and Kels later on as well. Um, but what we did see in the episode uh, four is at the end, uh, Rhonda and, and, and Sharon, uh, they get that green light. They get that green light, and they're able to uh, make out. I got to ask you a question. If if the green light comes on, and this is like through the whole season. This wasn't just this moment. But when the green light comes on, why, why don't these people just start fucking? Like, you know, I'm whipping it out. <laughs> yeah, like th- these things are like they're like they're gonna go off. Like you know what I mean? Like <laughs> and if you have this free pass, I don't understand why you're trying to do a peck on the lips. You know, yeah, and I mean, go balls deep. Like table with everyone eating breakfast. It's coming out. Yeah, yeah. They they both they both wanted it at this point, right? Because we you know we didn't see about this. Yeah, we didn't see relationships on the show that were strictly like uh, like um, you know emotional. Where it says, "Hey, you know, I typically wouldn't go for this guy, but you know th- this uh, you know this process has shown me that we had this close connection." No, this show was like, "I'm gonna fuck these people as soon as I see them," and now uh, now we can't because of this money. So we're now we're gonna develop the emotional. These people were already in a smash in the beginning. So the fact that they like aren't smashing when they get the green light is very surprising to me. Do you, now, I have another question about the green lights, too, because about smashing. Do you think, because um, this is going to get tough for me, especially in the later weeks, if you do enough self-reflection and self-growing, would the green light turn off, turn on for yourself so you can do things with yeah, yourself? Yeah, yeah, like that's what I was thinking too. It was like that's kind of silly. Like I feel like you kind of make a uh, you 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 make a uh, emotional connection to yourself too, especially when the I, we'll talk about it later. But when those girls were like worshiping their own pussy, like that's kind of the perfect moment for it to be green, right? Because they're already there. They're already looking at it. They're already yeah. They painted a picture of it. Let know? me tell you, if I'm either gonna if I'm either just gonna like make out with one of these girls and that's it, and go back to like you know my blue balls I've had for two weeks, and that light turns on. Sorry, I'm moving the girl set and I'm going for it. <laughs> like I'm yeah. like just whipping it. Like, yeah, the green light turns on. You may not even get with the girl that you're you're connected to. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, sorry. <laughs> but but yeah. So after that green light comes on, this leads into us into episode five. Uh, Sharon and um, Rhonda, they get to go to the private suite, and the private suite is really quite frankly no different than a regular. There's nothing too you know erotic about it except they just have privacy and they basically can do whatever they want to do um and they end up uh losing 16k uh they made out and then they had a lot of things that were bleaked out you know it seems to be the what main business okay so sex is 20 yeah yeah they should have just had sex that's what i was thinking because like like later on francesca and harry go they fucking they get 20k these people get 16k and it was probably all sex they had um but you know it, you know I'm, I'm looking at it i'm saying okay six Six, three, okay, it's fifteen k. Maybe they did something else, maybe like a booty grab, it's like a thousand dollars, something like that. I don't know, but yeah, they really should just uh, put it in, and I'm sure they would have. Then it was only four thousand dollars more, um, but they lose uh, sixteen thousand at that point. The pot was at seventy eight thousand, still respectable. Um, but then you see uh, uh, Francesca and, and Rodney talk about Harry, uh, and then they basically that's kind of where um, Rhonda kind of helps. Francesca into you know maybe you should actually go for Harry if somebody that you're really having this connection with uh, and then we saw Harry try to confront Kels uh, and it was kind of a funny scene where he was talking all this shit. Harry for not backing down to Kels though. Well no he he was talking all this shit. To, I forgot who it was. I want to say it was 
uh, I think it was uh, uh, Sharon, and like, uh, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna tell him. I'm just gonna tell him. He's, he's a coward or what? I forgot exactly what he said." And then he like stormed off and then came back. And I was like, "Yeah, that's a smart decision." Like he was talking all kinds of crazy in the confessionals and to other people. But when he got in front of Kaus, you know, he was just like, "I don't think that was very cool, man." Like <laughs> it was a completely different tone, and it should have been because Kaus could have broke him in fucking half. You're a big Kaus guy. We, I, I should be. He's a massive guy. Like, this is a guy. This is a guy who would beat the shit out of all the other men there, most likely. And you would think on paper. Now I'm not sure if this would be 100 percent accurate, but like if you put all these guys in the real world, it would not shock me if Kels like could get the most women. Like if the most women were attracted Harry to him. Harry is the most popular of women. All the girls love Harry that I I know in my life. That may be because they they are um, uh, pedophiles and they see him with no facial hair and they think that he's just very uh, young. Oh, and yes, yes. But 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 Kels is a man, you know he he's a, he's a big strong dude. Well, and, uh, like, well, listen, this isn't about me. I don't think you yeah, have much say about it. This is, this is also true. Yeah, this is also true. That's what I'm saying. He's a big, strong dude. I feel like he could, he could beat all the dudes up, and I feel like a lot of women want to get with him. I was very surprised that he didn't have a whole lot of play this uh, this season other than Francesca. Oh, and uh, he, can we go back to the date before? You know what I thought yeah. was really shitty during the date with Francesca and um, Kells? Did you notice Harry and Sharon just got so hanging out by them? Yeah, it was, but it was weird because they literally made their date like the hot tub. Like they didn't send them anywhere. They just told like this show was really low budget, like like really really low budget. Uh, because like almost all the dates were not uh were not away from the the premises, and even like the private suite was literally like five feet away. It looked like <laughs> like it looked like it was just another part of the mansion that people were accessed off to. So this was like a really like uh like a really kind of like um cheap show. But yeah, if I if I was Kells at that moment, I would punch Harry and Sharon both in the face if they showed up on my date. Yeah, pretty shitty. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, right. they were trying to cock block, and he he probably and he still probably could have got it if he if he really pursued it. Like that. Yeah, they could have been watching. Yeah. So uh, so Chloe and Bryce they make out, so they have a little rule break, a little you know try to have a little spark there. But Chloe was like, yeah, you know, I don't see the spark with Bryce. So just like with David, she turns down Bryce. Uh, which is unfortunate because she loses 3K in the process, uh, at, at which point uh, we have uh, Deva, the heart warrior guy, comes in for his workshop with the men. This is where they covered each other in mud, and he threw a spear at the paper. What the fuck was this? Like, I was literally so bored during this. Like, this was oh, so yeah, terrible. Me too. Like, I, I didn't even care. This, this was a big fail. Uh, I, I won't even uh, speak on that any any longer. Um, but we did see a little. I heard you become a man during that. An alpha. The what? You saw Harry become an alpha during this. Yeah, yeah I suppose so. Uh, but then uh, we, we get a little cliffhanger about uh, Francesca and Harry trying to get back together. Episode six, of course, he takes her back. Who the fuck wouldn't? Uh, so that yeah. happens. Uh, but he tells her, he was like, I don't want any rule breaks, um, which is uh, a bold move considering that you're the catalyst for the, for the, for, for the first couple rule breaks that you've had. Um, but then we saw Haley uh, uh, leave the game. I gotta ask you, do you think she quit or do you think she got removed? Like I, I like I think I, I well she got removed by Lana, but I kind of feel like in the in the background I kind of think she chose to leave. In my opinion, and they well, covered. I it would up say that, but then you know Matthew quits later on. So why why would they make her look like she's being removed instead of quit? So. I think it's because well the reason why I would say this is because 
Haley has this sense where she was kind of the villain in a sense where she kind of like made out with Francesca out of spite. Uh, where Matthew, I think, even though he had no connections, and although I was annoyed by him just as you were, um, he did kind of come off as more of the hero. You know, he had the, the Jesus thing, the detective thing, I think kind of made him a little bit more, um, you know, um, noticeable to the to the viewers. Um, so I do think that they, they perceived that the viewers were going to like Matthew, but not like Haley. So that's why I kind of thought that they might have, she may have actually quit. Because uh, she said she didn't want to be here anyway. She said she wanted to be removed on like one of the other episodes. Um, so that's why I thought that she Mr. might. How did you feel about Haley's removal, though, just in, in general? I think removal in this show is 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 stupid, right? Because if you're saying, hey, this person is not listening to the process, I think that's kind of one of the endearing parts of the show, right? Is like, how does the house deal with people that don't take the process seriously? And to be fair, it's not like she's making out with like every man here. Um, it's just like she's just like not she doesn't have a connection, and that's it. Yeah, she's uh, not like she's BS. But the people that are gonna like throw wrenches in the plan for for the for the for the group, those are the people that you want to keep around because that's what makes it entertaining, right? I'm not saying that Haley was particularly entertaining, but the idea that she didn't care about it, I think, would have made the show more entertaining um, if she had stayed. Yeah, and this is why it's not like Love Is Blind. There should be no sentiment here where you think for a second this is an actual social experience. Will people truly love each other if they don't, you know, have any physical contact with their state? No, this is just to watch them squirm. There's no growth here. Like it's all BS. She's yeah. just she's through it. Like, yeah, she's just like, yeah, I don't have a connection with any of these guys, and uh, you know, the only person I want to make out with is Francesca. Uh, can you blame her? No, I don't. But anyway, so she leaves, um, and then we get three new entrants. We get Lydia from the UK. Or, or Linda, I suppose, from the UK, uh, Corey from the UK, and we also get Madison from California. The first thing I thought about is like, man, if you're a contestant on this game, aren't you pissed as fuck? Look how many people are in this fucking game. Like, <laughs> like how many people? It's like, no, listen, this was supposed to be 100K between 10 people, and now like you're just adding people in. You've already added four other fucking people in. That's ridiculous. But, but, uh, but yeah, so that's so the first thing I thought about. David says she's so beautiful. Yeah. David certainly caught the affection of, of Linda. Uh, Chloe seems that he has caught the affection of uh, of Corey, and Matthew seems to have interest in Madison as well. Uh, and then Francesca uh, is trying to ensure uh, that Harry is going to stay with her. She's like, obviously, I'm the highest. Uh, he, he's going to stay by me. She's hoping that he doesn't have any attraction to any of the other women. Uh, thankfully, that didn't happen. Uh, but at this time, that's when Francesca and Harry get to go to the private uh, suite. Um, and they fucked, and they lose 20k. That brings us down to $55,000. Uh, which let me tell you something if I was in a private suite with Francesca, I'd come back owing the show money, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like, like, the, I, just the fact that they only spent 20k, I think, should be commendable for sure. Um, <laughs> you'd be in debt, <laughs> yeah, I'd have to take a mortgage on my parents' house just because, like, but and uh, I'd be happy about it. Yeah. So and then Matthew leads, which is like, what the fuck is this? Because what I think about is like he's like, oh, you know, there's times comes a time when people need to teach almost like the the Jesus and the disciple again. But like I divided the money up they had at that point in time by the number of people that were in the house at that point in time. That's forty two hundred dollars. Why don't you just stay? You know what I mean? Like you're probably only going to be there. I don't know, probably another week and a half, maybe. Or just stay. <laughs> just stay. He got upset that none of I, you know what I think is none of the girls liked him in the end, so he was upset. 
Yeah, that's kind of what I felt too. I was like, okay, like the, the thing with Madison as apparently didn't spark or whatever. And then he like he was like, okay, well, like, you know, I'm not I'm not uh, getting it on with Nicole either. And every other girl was taken for the most part. So yeah, I'm just gonna peace out. That's kind of how I feel. I, this is the kind of guy Matthew is. I've dealt with a lot of Matthews in my life. He's the long-haired, very good-looking, very spiritual guy who thinks he's a deep thinker and knows about stuff like philosophy. As a philosophy major, I've dealt with these guys before. They know shit all about it. They're actually horrible at it. Um, girls just give them attention because they're good-looking. And, like, you know, he gets called out with Madeline. Like, he's, like, talking to her about this stuff. Like, you know, when the bird leaves the nest, whatever. She's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, like, yeah. I'm just like, man, you can just get a couple thousand dollars, man. He must have really had to jack off. That might have been what it is. He just really needed to go. Uh, he was I didn't want to jack off and stay. Yeah, and like just lose the, the team money. Yeah, At least you get a part of it. <laughs> I know. He's financially – he couldn't do that to them, even though he sounded like he hated them. Yeah. Uh, then we get a, a scene that I really like. This might have flew under your radar, Tyler. Um, but this is one of my favorite scenes. This is when Nicole and Chloe, they were having a discussion about uh, sex faces. Do you remember that one? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That really tickled me. I really like that. I, 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 I really like Nicole. Yeah, Nicole was somebody that did not get a whole lot of airtime, but I really liked her every time she spoke. She seemed yeah. pretty down to earth. It's unfortunate that she didn't get more airtime. She didn't have the connection or whatever. But I, I think overall, she everything she said I thought was pretty funny. Yeah, I thought it was spot on. Like, she seemed reasonable. Like, I think, like, obviously, like, if I had to date any of would be Francesca. But on a personal level, I feel like uh, uh, Nicole would be the one I get along with best. Yeah, I definitely think Nicole's probably the, mer- the most personable, I think, to, like, the, a broader group of people. She seemed to have the, the most head on her shoulders. She was one of the only women, I think, that didn't have, like, some type of – that were there from the start. They didn't have some type of, like, a really ugly kind of, like, uh, like backlash where they, like, said some stuff that was really hasty. Even Rhonda had that at some points. Um, so, yeah, I really like Nicole. Um, but then we end that episode. We end up with sex with Chloe and, and Corey having a rule break. Once again, uh, you know, Chloe wants to test drive her men. She wants to make out with them. She wants to see if there's any spark there. Uh, and that ends episode six. That's going to be a 3K uh, deduction. Um, but uh, but we see. Um, Corey does not care about these rules, just to be clear. Yeah. Which, I mean, to be fair, I don't know if I would either if I came in as late as he did. You know what I mean? <laughs> no. Because if you're thinking, because, like, you know, we'll get into this a little bit later, but, like, they were kind of, like, assuming this prize was only going to go to, like, one people or two people. So if that's what you were thinking – you know it's not going to be you, right? Because you came in late. Like the, the show's never going to give you the money if you're thinking it's only going to go to like one or two people. So it's like, of course, why, why wouldn't you like just uh, just do whatever you want to do? Um, but we we'll start episode uh, seven with the revelation that Rhonda has a kid. What the fuck, Tyler? <laughs> I know. There's so many things that go, go through my head. The first thing I wonder about is like, you know, what was Rhonda told about the show before she came on? You know, they tell her this was a hookup show. They tell her this was a show that she could win money because if they told if they told her the former and they said, hey, this is a hookup show in the way they kind of marketed it to us in the beginning, where it's like all these people fuck all the time and you now we're going to teach them not. If she thought she was going to go into some giant orgy fest, I do have to question as a mother uh, that you're going on a well, show yeah, that's about orgies. Her child alone for a month. Yeah, listen, she could have great parents. You know, I'm sure she has a good support system. Yeah, but you still don't leave your kid for that long. I, I'm, I won't harp on her for that because people do it all the time on Surviving Big Brother, and, and they I have a chance to win money. And they have a chance to win money. I just don't know if she was told that there was a potential to win money. If, there were, if she was not told about its potential to win money, I would certainly question that decision. Another thing is I don't know how you go what would probably be three weeks of the show 
without telling somebody you had a kid. Whether it was know, the man really that happened to me, like I wouldn't like that. Whether it was the man that you were seeing, or even like the people in the house, like even the girls in the house, it was so shocking to me that nobody knew this. I just feel like I wouldn't trust somebody that could hide that for three weeks like that. Because it's one thing in Survivor where it's like, okay, like if you're a mother or a father, maybe you know, maybe that would change my opinion of you. Maybe I feel like, hey, maybe you're more of a threat in the end or whatever. So I can understand why you want to keep that hidden. And in a show like this, I, I am surprised that somebody would, would would keep that hidden on purpose. Would like try to like conceal that from people. Well, guys, it, the girls with the kids. Yeah, I, I, I guess, but like, uh, if it's a show about trying to, uh, you know, learn about inner stuff, then, you know, you would think that that wouldn't matter. Um, but yeah, so I certainly, uh, I, you know, I like Ron a lot. She was, she was a great character. Uh, but I do, there's so many things that come into my head with this. It's like, you know, what were you told about this? What did you think you were getting into? Uh, did you look at this and say, hey, this is potential to make money? Because, you know, she has acting credits. Like, you know, I looked it up. She, she's been in some movies and some TV shows. So, you know, maybe she looked at this as like an exposure opportunity. I don't what know. What sites are these movies on? Uh, unfortunately, not the ones that you'd like. Oh, no. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so then we saw um, uh, Corey has this conversation with, uh, with Harry. Harry's like, you know, we just have fun. And then Harry takes, I mean, Corey takes a little too seriously and tries to uh, pick up Francesca on a date. And Francesca accepts the date. Uh, uh, what do you? What are your thoughts on that? Um, my thing is, I think you get like, like I, you get so bored in that house, probably. Yeah. That at least something interesting is going on. Like she's not, gonna, she knows you're not gonna do anything. So it's like you go along with the show. Like, like, yeah, I'll do it. Whatever. I'll make, help make the show more entertaining. And I think there's that pressure there too. I think the producers want her to go. Um, something to do. You know. Yeah, I thought it was like I, I liked the decision from 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 Corey here. Obviously, I didn't like that. Like uh, Chloe felt bad or whatever. But like and it met out with Chloe, he didn't think that this was necessarily the uh, the path for him. He should have just manned up and told her in the same way that she told Bryce and David. Um, but I think that you know him pursuing somebody, even if she was already in a relationship, it's like I don't blame Corey. Like if Corey feels like, hey, Francesca's a girl, I would be interested in seeing. Uh, I don't blame him for trying to shoot his shot regardless of... I will never know. blame a guy for ever shooting a shot with Francesca. In yeah, any yeah. Exactly. It's like, listen, like, uh, you know, he thinks she's attractive. He tried his best. It didn't work out. That's unfortunate. But yeah, yeah the date ends. The date ends. Chloe hates on Fran. I, I, I hate this, too. Like, I hate this, too. This is, like, by far the worst Chloe that I saw the entire season. I hate when people do this. Person A is with person B. And then that person see somebody of the opposite sex, right? So if you're with a girl, Tyler, and then she cheats on you with another guy or just something that you don't like with another man, I don't see why you should be mad at the other guy, right? Yeah, I, I, I think like you should only friend. be mad. Because it's like, if you find that person attractive, if you find that girl attractive, of course another guy is probably going to find her attractive. At least some guy is, right? Because you're not the only guy in the world that finds her attractive, right? So if he finds her attractive and, and she wants to do And if you do, that's a problem him, in itself. Yeah, so it's like, I, I just find it so silly that people blame people of, of the same. Yeah, and I, I've actually been in a situation just like this where this is happening to me, unfortunately. And the guy even like came up to me when it was happening, like the one. And I was like, nobody, nothing against you, man. No problem. Like, it's not on you. And I started getting mad at the girl again. Rightfully so. Yeah, it's like, listen, like, uh, like if I find you attractive, obviously another guy is going to as well. So I just think it's really poor to like be hating on, on the well, person. Well, I think the girls were just jealous of Francesca. Like, you remember, like, you know, she liked Harry at the beginning, and Francesca got with Harry. I think it's just it's obviously just a jealousy thing. It's not really because she's like, oh, they stole Corey. It's jealousy. Yeah. 
so so she hates um, so she hates um, uh, Francesca, and then she rips into Corey later on, uh, which was it, it, which was kind of fun in, a, in its own right. Um, but then we kind of got Corey written off after that. We really didn't see a whole lot more from him. He uh, just keeps saying that he keeps gonna, he's going to keep poking on with girls, and he doesn't care. And then he hooks up with no girls, from what we see. I know, unfortunately, uh, surprisingly, we saw uh, uh, Linda and David kind of like uh, escalate their relationship to the next level. They were yeah, yeah, like I'm, I'm happy to just end it at least with somebody that he was interested in. Um, but we get that. But then we get uh, the self worth workshop. Uh, Yoni Pujab. Uh, Pujab. Before we get there, about David, was David into the most girls of anyone in the house? Like he went for like three different women. I mean, he was with he was with Rhonda, Chloe, uh, and then Linda. Linda. Uh, yeah, I'd say so. I can't think of anybody that was also into that many. Um, I guess but like, where is he, say, where he genuinely liked them. Like it's not like he was like he just hooked up with them. He seemed to genuinely like all these girls. He certainly falls in love pretty easy, um, which makes me wonder. Like, hey, why why didn't why didn't David and Nicole work? I feel like you know I like David, I like Nicole. I feel like you know they're both great people. It seems. So. Why didn't Corey, like why didn't Nicole get with anyone? Yeah, I, maybe, maybe she maybe just she was just like, had good. She's like Kel. She had good self control. She's like. You know, I'm not gonna hook up with people. If we're I mean, it's it's possible that she just wasn't attracted to the people, and it's also possible that maybe she wasn't as big of a, a promiscuous person as the show built her out to be. Yeah, um, she built herself up going into the auditions, and then yeah, she she may not be somebody that just hops in bed with with uh with men. In the in the case of some of these with the average woman, telling them okay, you cannot have sex for one month, very doable for them. Yeah, I would say so. Like, this is not a hard feat for them. <laughs> well, to be fair, I don't think it's a hard feat for the men either. I think it's a hard feat for the men, like, that don't go a month. Like, I think it's a hard feat for the men that can have sex and uh, can't do it. But for some of us, you know, going 30 days is uh, quite frankly normal. You know what I mean? <laughs> so uh, so for some of these people, like like David and Kels, uh, that, are, that are probably having sex all the time, that's probably where it gets difficult. But to be fair, that may be the same for the girls, right? If the girls are, like, consistently, like, having sex because you know they can, um, then maybe that is what's so difficult. That's the reality for everyone who ever exists. Yeah, but especially these women, I think, because they're, they're all – they all seem to be extroverted, and they all seem to kind of be, you know, people that go to clubs. So they're, you know, getting picked up on a lot, so if they finally got attractive – they probably are, are, you know, getting pounded out. Yeah, I, mean, I don't want to say it's not difficult for women, of course. I know women have urges too. I'm just saying, it's a different ball game. I just, I just don't like this show with the the whole grandstanding, like the slut shaming. It never sat well with me. I love the show. I'd still watch it if it came back for a second season. But you know, and, and enough with the uh, tutorial of, yeah. of like how to be a proper lady. Like, I'm, like I'm, I have to be clear, Corey's not a bad guy for wanting to hook up with a lot of girls. Yeah, in the same way, I don't think that like Francesca is necessarily bad yeah. for like setting her sights on like multiple men too. Like, yeah, there's nothing wrong with this. There's nothing wrong with wanting to just hook up with people. Yeah, but then we get into the self worth workshop, which is uh, Yoni Pubja, which is basically pussy worship. Um, and then we got you know they were kind of like looking at their stuff and they were like having the mirror and there were some paintings. There were some funny moments there where people were like painting cats and unicorns and things like that. I just thought the, the, it's hard to talk about this in like a perspective because like it's hard to look back at this as like any memorable moment. I just think the entire thing as a whole was really just so ridiculous that it was very fun. Well, and they said, oh, wouldn't the guys love to be here? Look, yeah, that is not the favorite. Looking at it is not the guy's favorite part. 
Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they'd rather look at it than, like, not look at it, right? Yeah, I guess so. But, like, you know, it's Especially kind of... when they haven't, like, uh, they haven't been able to, like... Yeah, I think like, it's against the rules it's... to, like, look at it, right? Yeah. But I did like when they said, oh, the boys wish they were here. They were, like, singing a song in the bedroom. Yeah, I know. That was great. Uh, and then we get this kind of, like, whole, like, um, you know, with, with Wanda having the kid. Then now we got uh, Sharon, the, the stepdad, which is, like, I don't know, man. I, I just feel like that's kind of forced, in my opinion. It's just forced um, upon him. Yeah, for yeah, that's definitely true. So we got that. Uh, he's in such a bad position because, like, what does he say on the show? Yeah, he no. can't be like, no, fuck you. But it's like, I think that's a reasonable response when somebody essentially like lies to you about their life for three weeks. Like, yeah, well, this happened. On, I don't like when shows. Well, I do like it, but I don't like when shows do these like things. It's like, have you heard of the show First Dates? Uh, I'm familiar with it. Yeah. So there's this one date where they had like this uh, trans uh, woman on the show. So she was a male to female transition. She's on a date with this guy. And on one date, she says, just say, no, I'm a trans woman. Are you okay with that? What's he supposed to say in that situation? Yeah, I mean, he can't say yes. Like, uh, yeah, I have a big problem with the lead because he looks like a dickhead. Yeah, and then you have transphobe on TV. Like, they say, no, I'm totally cool with it. And just waste everyone's time. Which, to be fair, like, obviously, like, even if he says, like, yeah, I'm okay with it, he's going to be ridiculed by some, like, shit post people on the internet, right? Like, like there really is or no way. Yeah, well, like, well, I mean, his friends may be a little bit more open-minded, but it's like there are always going to be people online that are going to talk shit, like, regardless. So, like, he could have said anything, and he's still going to get flat for it. Worst position to be And now uh, Sharon is literally a cuck. Okay, that's what? No, that's true. That's what it is. A, a cuck is someone who raises another man's child. That is the literal I, definition. I mean, he's not raising the child. He's just interested in meeting the child. Yeah, but if you – the whole stepfather joke I'm talking about. Yeah, but like you know, he gets into that. Uh, then we have uh, Lyndon Davis. We mentioned earlier. They kind of built their whole bond together. They make out. Uh, but then at the end, we have Francesca. Uh, as as Harry would put it, uh, he dropped a bomb in her mouth, um, which was a, a I great line. That un that unprompted um, fellatio. Hottest scene of uh, Two Out to Handle. Other than maybe Francesca in the shower, it was just unexpected. And I was thinking that would be pretty good. Yeah, because uh, they, they put it in like sounds. They put it in like glug glug. <laughs> oh, yeah. like, yeah. I, I can't imagine those were like the real ac- accurate sounds. I, I feel like they had to be like like put in from like some adult work. Yeah. I don't feel like that could be her. Cause yeah. I don't think the mics would pick that up. And my thing is, um, and you know, Harry said he's not that. And he said he's like you know a bit better than average, but he's nothing special. Yeah, he said this early on. But um, what I don't get, I mean. Maybe I'm wrong. Like, if you're, like, super horny on the show, I feel like I'm not really just dying to just give someone oral and that's it. Yeah, it was it, it was certainly a power move. That, that was what I consider to be a girlfriend move, right? Like, that's not that's not the move of somebody that's like, hey, I'm hooking up on this show because this is fun. This is like, hey, I really want to please this person that I'm with, and in turn, I'm going to cost him $600. If, <laughs> six if that's dollars. six grand, man, I'm telling yeah. I am telling you. <laughs> If I, if I knew that weeks ago, it would be a different story. Yeah. He was like, man, 100K, that's like, that's like 14. Two kids like, is one BJ? Uh, what'd you say? Like, two kisses is one BJ. 
Yeah, that's apparently what it is, which means, I mean, they really should have had a proper menu. Like, they should have been a sex menu on the house because people would have made a lot more wise decisions, like financially. Like, may, maybe the accountant could have helped them. He's like, actually, the best route to go is just to have full sex because that's the equivalent of having three oral sex. And, like, <laughs> it's like, I think the accountant could have been a lot more useful if they had a menu to choose from before they go. I don't know how people weren't more upset about the um, fellatio because. To me, it's like, like Francesca, you didn't like just give into an urge. You just did that. You just didn't care about the house for that moment. Yeah, I mean, in terms of the kissing, I think they probably looked at it and said, okay, that's like two kisses. Like, I don't think it's that big of a deal because two other people kiss. And people were upset about it because you saw like Madison be like, can you guys like stay apart or whatever? Uh, but um, I, I do think a lot of people just said, okay, well, if that number was like 20,000, we would have been really upset. But it was really just two kisses. It's not that big of a deal. Because really, like I said, like it's like $600, which is a lot of money, but it's like it's not going to be – Do you think it would have been more actually? It was just getting near to the end of the show. And like, you know, we're losing too much money. And it's possible because you would think that like uh, maybe maybe it's like 10000 That's kind of what I thought they were going to hit them. I thought they were going to hit yeah, them with that, 10K. Yeah, that would make sense to me. That seems like a – because it's like it's like halfway sex basically. It's like it's technically sex, but yeah, that is the closest you can get. Yeah, uh, but the prize drops. You know, the the Dave, Dave uh, Chloe and uh, Corey that was three k. David and Lindy that was three k, and then Fran and Harry that was six k. So at this point in time, going to episode eight, they're at forty three thousand dollars, which is still like you know respectable ish, I suppose. Yep. After taxes, uh, and you split it. What and at that point it would be? Anyways. At that point, it was uh, twelve ways. Yeah, fuck that. So, so, so you're looking at like less than 4K a person before taxes. <laughs> yeah. uh, so uh, episode eight, you know, we got we got Sharon and uh, Ron that they're on a date, they're on a boat, yada yada. They they make things official, but you know, and their thing turns green. But like whatever, like I'm over I'm over that at that point in time. Like uh, nothing new on that front. Um, but then you have the chance to win cash back, and you have Fran and Harry. They got to go into the private suite, and they have to not physically touch each other at all. Which seems not only to be not sexual, but it seems like they can't cuddle. Which seems kind of difficult when you're like staying in the same bed. Like I feel yeah. like was, yeah, what if you like, move when you sleep? Yeah, it's also a possibility that like when you when you like care about somebody, there's you know sometimes you touch without even thinking about it, right? Whether that's like a hug, a back scratch, or whatever. Well, like like anyone, I do think like, that's wake up right in the morning, like you're not totally mindful of what's going on. Like you just might see them and just like go to touch them, like oh shit. Yeah, and it's like I think this was harder than people expected it to be. Now, then when you have, yeah, I also have the theory they might have actually touched a bit when they're in bed. Yeah, they just didn't say it. Well, they mentioned I don't know if they were trolling or not, but they mentioned that they were playing with sex toys, which I assume would be like like independent sex toys, like vibrators and stuff, um, which does not touch any. But like I do think that like based on the rules, you would think that would be like if, if kissing is like against the rules, you would think this would be too, but maybe they just let that pass. But anyway, I did love Fran, uh, like uh, Francesca, like trolling them and asking like, how much anal would be <laughs> and their house is just like furious. They're just rolling their eyes and everything. That was so great. Like she really is a good troll with that. Like she's really good at kind of like saying these great. things. Like, like yeah, she's a really good character overall. Um, but then I, we kind of got to find I'd like to see Francesca. Yeah, I think, I think I would not be shocked if we got a Francesca on the challenge, you know, MTV, they're starting to cast these shows that are in the UK and everything. They're casting Love Island people, excellent beach people would not be shocked. If once whatever contract is up for this, that you, you get some love is blind people on your next season of the challenge. And I think Francesca's probably number one with a bullet on that list. Um, but, uh, but then you had your final workshop that was uh, rebirthing. Uh, and that was basically, you had all these hurtful words you had to put, uh, you had to paint on yourself 
Um, you saw uh, Nicole was called a cow. Uh, Bryce was ugly. Everybody else had these nasty words. But for the most part, I kind of felt like it was like, okay, this is cute. But it's like, you know, I there wasn't anything really funny to speak about. On, no, on and, there. and there was nothing like, 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 wow, I can't believe you were called that. Like, other than, like, like to me, it was really sad Bryce being called ugly because no one seemed to care. Yeah, because like, he was just with, uh, like, Madison and uh, um, Corey. Yeah, and like, I don't know. It was just like it was upsetting. The one that caught me off guard was Nicole with Cal because that's like the most that Nicole's got to speak this entire season. So it really came out of left field that they got, gave her the airtime there. Um, but I guess that's because body shaming it was like a, a, a you know really big issue. I guess they felt like, hey, you know, this is the person that we'll go with. Um, what would you on yours? Why? What would be the most hurt with the mind? What would you write on yourself? Oh man, uh, toxic. Um, uh, I don't know. I don't have a lot of flaws. Yeah, I, I would just, um, you know, anything you've called me in the past to be all over my body. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, I'm surprised nobody said like, uh, like, uh, like really personal things like uh, uh, micro penis or <laughs> or like two pump chump. Like I feel like these people have been called that as many times they've had. They definitely had poor performances, right? So I'm surprised that those weren't real on their body as well. I think that would have been impotent, if they were keeping it honest. Impotent imbecile. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe they were like, hey, well, I think like in these things, you're not going to put the worst thing you've ever been called. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean, I guess like, I, I mean, I don't think that like Kells or like uh, Rhonda are going to put like the N-word on their self, right? But like, I do think <laughs> that there is like, but I do think, but I do think there's some people that were like, would say, oh, I've been called like a cunt or like whatever, and they'll put it on their self. Like, uh, there's some words that you're not going to put on that are like nasty. Um, yeah. Just put slurs on there. <laughs> yeah, like, I, like that, I didn't think was gonna happen. Although I'm sure, like uh, especially in the men, I'm sure the men have been called like some homophobic slurs in the past. Just because I think almost everyone has at some point, right? Just because people are just like, um, like very homophobic and like toxic and things like that, and they like like to say things, whatever. Um, but, but yeah, so those things we're not gonna say, of course. Um, but then we got an elimination. We got Madison and Corey out of there. I don't really care. I kind of saw that coming. Actually, I, that was I a good like Corey's comment after Madison's eliminated, like. No one notices or something like that. Yeah. I did think we were going to get Bryce. I thought Bryce was going to be gone after that. I thought it was going to bad because he's doing his best. Yeah, I thought I thought Bryce was gone. I thought it was going to be nine people left, but they, they left him in. Um, but then we got uh, some dates with uh, um, Francesca and Harry. And, you know, Francesca and Harry talking about where they're going to move to. Vancouver. They're talking like, about my town. And she was like, yeah, like you should move to Vancouver. And he was like, you'll love it. He says, I don't want the snow. He says, it only snows one time a year. Does it only snow one time a year in Vancouver? If that, yeah. So like okay. usually it'll snow maybe once a year and it'll be really light, and um, that's usually it. Like sometimes it will be twice, and some years we don't even get snow at all. You know, one thing that kind of uh, you know intrigued me is like uh, Francesca was like, yeah, like you come down here and you'll love it, and then you can move down here. It's like it's not that you can't just pack your shit and move to Canada, right? Like there is like sometimes it's, it's not that yeah. easy. No. Yeah, like, Although, like there's, I will say there is tons of Australians in Vancouver. Yeah, but like, is it like, is it like in America where like if you're like a foreigner, like you have to go through this, like you basically need to get married if you're outside of America for the most part to be an American citizen. Like you can apply and everything, but it, it takes a long time. That's yeah, like you could be a citizen, but you can become a permanent resident pretty easily. Okay, well that so I was wondering a decent job. Sorry? Yeah, I was, I was wondering like how difficult that could be because like we didn't really get like any like UK US relationships or like US you know Canada or whatever, but like that would have been a whole lot difficult because if you're moving to America and you basically have to be married you know to, to get in 
Um, so I was wondering what the, what the immigration process would be. In yeah, as long as you, you're, you have a job, you have permanent residence, and you apply for it, you should be fine. Okay. So then we got uh, uh, Rhonda introduces her kid. Uh, any thoughts on that? On uh, introducing to the kid? Yeah. So I've never met someone's like kid before. But do they? I, I've seen pictures of people's kids, and I'm not like you know I don't really know how to react. I'm like oh yeah, they're cute, or um, and I feel like it was just very awkward for Shrown. Because like how often do you really want to be talking to this two year old? Like what do you even say to him? Well, he basically just said like hey little guy, how old are you? And the guy put up two. Um, but the thing about it is is like if you look, he put up his thumb and his index finger, which was actually an L. So maybe he called him a loser and didn't say two. Maybe he well, was just maybe. like fuck off. Yeah, he doesn't want Sharon to be his cuckold father. Yeah, maybe he's like, I like my mom. <laughs> anyway, well, I, I feel like kid. Well, like so, forever now, this kid is on this degenerate television show <laughs> with his horror mom. But well, I should say horror mom. It was wrong with me. But I'm saying that would be the perception. Yeah, I think that like to me, I like I, I don't blame Rhonda, right? I feel like Rhonda obviously wants to speak to her kid. She hasn't spoken to him since the show started, I would assume. Um, so like any any chance to get to speak to her kid, I'm sure she would take it. And I don't blame her for that. However, I do think if you're a production, I think this is pretty low of production to try to put to to actually try to like exploit a child um, for like content on their show. Like I don't yeah. really like that. Because and and like it's like if you're in like grade school right, and you know this kid's mom was um on this show like that that poor child this is a netflix original it's not going nowhere this is a show that's on like mtv and like once it's gone then like it's still around but it's not like being shown every single week like anybody can watch this five years from now ten years from now so it's like this kid's gonna grow up and people can just watch this show (laughs) so yeah people can be watching his mom get a you know her ass massaged by uh david yeah exactly so I don't know. I, I, feel, I feel like it was quite low of, of the production crew. I, I kind of think they should have been better than that. But then we get to the point where we get the winners. Uh, did you expect them to kind of split it ten ways? Um, well, not when you were talking about that, there'd be a prize. So that's like my original assumption. But they, they started making out like that wouldn't happen. Yeah, I never for an instant thought that it was ever going to be not a complete split of whoever was left. I just didn't expect them to kick people off. Um, like I didn't that didn't happen either. Yeah, um, but I, I feel like they were always going to split it. Um, the only other thing I could have even potentially have seen was if they just gave it to the people that never committed a, a, like any type of like. Uh, a, I would have liked that. That would have been awesome. So, I mean, that money would have been – it would have been Kels, it would have been Nicole, and it would have been um, – I think that's it. Yeah. Because well, let's I, see. I would have been very see. happy with that. Yeah, Francesca, Harry, they did it. David, Lydia, they did it. Uh, Chloe definitely did it. Bryce did it. Um who, who's left that I'm missing? I'm missing two people. Um, oh, Rhonda and, and Sharon, of course. Uh, so yeah, so it would have been it would have been a thirty-five-seven, like thirty thirty-seven thousand five hundred dollars split between Nicole and Kels. I, I could live with that. I could live I, with that. And I'd be like, yeah, they're the only ones who didn't do it. Yeah, and like that that kiss that like that that, that uh, Kels kind of like dodged uh, on the sake of Francesca. Like, yeah, that kind of like comes back and kind of looks smart on him. Like it's like, hey, yeah. like that, that would have cost you thirty-seven thousand dollars. Um, but yeah, that was the only thing I could think about is that they would do. But that's why it'd be kind of silly for like Francesca and them to have to like earn that money back if they weren't going to have it. So I, I feel like they, I feel like they were always going to split it. But uh, have you read any news articles since the show's been on? Yeah, I've looked at a bit of it. Like I know Harry and uh, Francesca are still together. Just shocking. 
It is shocking, isn't it? I cannot believe that. Uh, good for them, though. Uh, yeah, Rhonda and Sharon have not seen each other in a year. Really? That means he booked it. He booked it with the kid thing. He yeah, got to. Like, he, he basically said, because I read an article right before he came on, and he said that he um, he got bogged down with work, which who knows what he does for work. And he said he got bogged down with work, and they just kind of lost touch. They said they the ain't, they ain't spoken. The majoring in gender studies got bogged down with work? My ass. Yeah, I mean, listen, who knows what kind of job he's got with that. But, uh, but yeah, so he basically, they haven't talked in a year. Uh, I Cordy, Cordy has no regrets of how he acted on the show, and he's still just hooking it with random hot women. Yeah, which I wouldn't blame him if that was true. Um, but uh, I didn't see any update on, on, on David and uh, Linda. But what I did see that was really interesting is after this, start, after this filmed, Todd Howler, the, the cast met each other in Mexico in three weeks. Three weeks later, I don't know if that was a like put together party. Story. I don't know if that was a put together party or if that was like a quote unquote after party by production. Like I don't know if that was who, who funded that or whatever. But apparently Bryce and Nicole got really close, and apparently they're they're like uh, semi flirty uh, back and forth, which is a very what's the fuck pair if you ask me. Uh, but obviously this this like COVID stuff kind of shut that down uh, temporarily at least. Um, well, but also that's that, that that Bryce is going to be a really charming guy. I mean, he's got to be, but he came off kind of douchey on the show to me. Yeah, well, I think obviously it's an interest, but like when I start seeing him later, and he's like, you know, I don't think it'd really be fair if, like, you know, I don't get any money out of this. Like, I mean, I I grew too, like, yeah. But uh, but overall, I like the show. Like, I, I would watch season two. Would you? Oh, a hundred percent, I would. Yeah, I mean, this this was number one on Netflix for like a good four days. Like, it started out like after after the first day. It came out as like seven or eight on Netflix because now they have the ranking so you can see. And it moved up and it went all the way to one. And it didn't move away until this last Friday when other stuff got released. And even when other stuff got released, it only moved down to I think it's at four now. So it's still like in the top ten. And this is the um, thing all the young people are watching. Yeah. Like all I mean, my friends are watching this. Yeah, it took like two animated movies for it to get moved down. It took two animated movies and a teen drama based in the Outer Banks of North Carolina for it to get moved down. That's what it took. It beat Tiger King. Yeah, exactly. This is what the, the Tiger King. At least like the four or five week Tiger now, King. Let me you know, tell like, you, I would get into the den with those tigers for one night with Francesca. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I'll, listen, I'll, I'll befriend the pussy to get to <laughs> <laughs> But but yeah, I, I thought it was a great show, man. I, I really like the people in there. Like I said earlier, I do think that we're going to see some of these people in the challenge uh, soon. Um, I definitely think this is a show that has a lot of popularity. I think unlike the Love is Blind type show, I don't think the the challenge people are looking at that uh, group as like uh, the people they want on the show. But I definitely, you know, looking at these type of people who like want to hook up and they want to like compete and they want money and things like that. Like I definitely think they were looking at, you know, um, some people come in the next season. However, what the challenge does do is they, they tend to cast kind of irrelevant people on the show because the other people can kind of get like brand deals and stuff. So it wouldn't shock me if we got like Nicole and Kelsey on the challenge and not the Francesco's and not the Harry's. But I'm okay with yeah, that too. I would be happy to see Francesco on Big Brother Canada. Yeah, I, I don't know if they would put her on though, just because uh, she's already been on this show. She'd be so fun. Not unless he did Celebrity Big Brother Canada, but I could see her being on. I think, um, yeah. I, I bet she applied. I bet she applied because if she got on this show somehow, I guarantee you she was at minimum recruited to Big Brother. Yeah, I would find it very difficult thing that she wasn't but, like, um, they don't have people like Francesca on the show, so I guess well, that's that's why they, that's why they fail. 
But it would be shocking to me. It would be shocking to me that if she wasn't at least either she didn't apply or she wasn't at least recruited within one of the seasons. Like it, that would that would really shock me. Because she somehow she ended up on some like third grade show like this. You're getting these Netflix shows, man. This is what you want to be on now. These are the new thing. Yeah, they've done very well this year. You know, they tend not to have a lot of uh, um, reality shows until this last year. It used to be just cooking. Essentially, like if it was a Netflix show and it was reality, it was cooking based. But this year, we've gotten The Circle, which has already had two international spinoffs. We got um, Love is Blind, which along with The Circle has been renewed for two seasons in advance. I would not even be shocked if we get Love is Blind in other countries. We get this. I wouldn't even be shocked if they did this in other countries. Um, I think there were some shows. Pending COVID, of course. Yeah, they, 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 they've done some like uh, niche shows. Like they did one about like glass blowing, which was hosted by Nikki Hussman for the 15, if you remember him. Um, yeah. they, got, they got a show coming out that's like about to like, like florist and stuff. So they have still niche programs and stuff. But in terms of like what you consider to be the mega, like trashy reality TV, the circle love is blind is this. They really hit a couple home runs for sure. So, so turn this off. Favorite uh, cast member or least favorite? Well, my favorite cast member was Francesca, just because I feel like she brought the drama. Obviously, she's very pretty. We harp on this enough. But she really just – I feel like she was the focal point of the show for the most part. Um, so she was the one that I would put number one. I do think Chloe's number two. I know you're not a big fan of Chloe, but I thought she was a good narrator. So I'd put her at a close two. Uh, least favorite cast member um, probably would be um, Madison, just because she literally did nothing the entire I, I, I dislike Matthew more. Yeah, like here's the thing about Matthew, right? At least, at least I enjoyed the 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 detective Jesus thing. I I what I enjoyed when Madison shut down Matthew. That's what I enjoyed. Yeah, that was good. You like, know, so, Matthew like, was on America's Next Top Model. Yeah, like I did look at the Wikipedia page before we come on here, and there's been a couple people on on shows. Yeah, uh, he was on that show. Uh, Harry was apparently on a show called Heartbreak. Uh, Heartbreak uh, Island or something like that, which is probably like a, a Love Island-based show, or and that was in New Zealand. Uh, I think um, uh, Rhonda was on um, Undressed on MTV, which was a show that people literally would strip down, like they'd meet each other and strip down and lay in a bed. That um, <laughs> maybe it was. Let me see if that was her. They might have not been her. Uh, too hard to handle, but also she was in Creed 2, which if you know what Creed is, that's kind of like part of the Rocky franchise. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, um, so there's that too. So, you know, there's been some people that were, um, you know, on other things. Uh, no, excuse me, it was it was Sharon that was on this, not uh, Rhonda. So, so Sharon Sharon's been on uh, uh, MTV's Undressed and has mi- had minor appearances in Love and Hip Hop. I don't know doing what, and then Creed 2, which is a movie, and then apparently uh, Linda was also in. Magaloff Weekender, which I guess is a, an MTV show, if I had to guess, and Sex Clinic, which I have no fucking idea what that would be. She seemed literally seemed like the horniest girl. Uh, for sure. Now, um, do any of these players play Sequester? <laughs> I don't think so. I feel like I, I don't think they necessarily have the pool. And also, since this wasn't a strategic show, I don't know if anybody uh, would, would know about it. But I will say, the person that is the most likely to play Sequester in my opinion, is Bryce. I feel like he's probably going to be the one that wants to most. Yeah. yeah. Wait, does like this boat have good Wi-Fi? Uh, who knows? He may have to go to the public library for that. Yeah. All right. Well, I had a great time talking with this. Tyler, Tyler, thank you for being on with me. I really enjoyed breaking this down. This is one of our longest reality day. I think this is our longest reality daily we've ever done. For everyone listening at home, we appreciate it. 
Uh, make sure you keep listening. We're going to talk about the Back to Listen to Your Heart. We're going to talk about Survivor this week. We're also going to talk about RuPaul's Celebrity Drag Race. Celebrity Drag Race, how can you believe that? Um, so thank you, everybody, for listening again, and we hope that you listen soon. Bye.